for one, welcome our new gentlemen, overlords. Who? 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 Now that's a team I can work with. I love it. I love bringing people together. How we doing? Hey everybody, welcome to the Gentlemen Overlords. I am Andrew. And I am Max. And I am Robert. And uh, hey, we're the Gentlemen Overlords, baby. That's right. Uh, guys, how you doing? So, so, so. So, so. <laughs> no, I'm doing all right. How dare you have something other than fine. Yeah. Well, I've been sitting around talking to you guys for 23 minutes. Yeah. So. Yeah. Life sucks. So I'm a little fucking bored. Yeah. Uh, oh, boy. Well, oh boy. Let's buoy your spirits. I'm doing fine. Great. Yeah, yeah, let's buoy your spirits. Yeah. I'm doing adequate. <sighs> now, thanks to Max, I'm so-so. Uh, <laughs> well, now that I know you guys are both doing okay, I'm feeling fucking great. Hey. Yeah, that's what you wanted. That's what I wanted. Both of you to be doing just and fine. Emotional validation. Yes, yes. Uh, guys, let's talk about some... movies we've seen as you know i was on vacation which is usually prime time for me seeing movies i <laughs> did not see a movie on my vacation what yeah how dare you i know too much fun but too i did see some movies fun. since we've been back from vacation oh okay uh i did watch uh infinity war captain marvel and endgame oh okay never heard of them yeah they're these uh it's this indie uh movie company called marvel marvel studios marvel. um yeah Watched all three of them, and I like them all just as much as I did when I saw them. Exactly the exact same amount. Yeah. Well, that's... And we'll have some news regarding that in a little bit. That's true. Um, Yeah. Those are the movies I saw. I think they're all great. Anything Um, on the rewatch that you... Why did you you decide to watch? I don't know. I was like... Did you do, like, Endgame back-to-back with the... uh, I watched Infinity War, then I watched Captain Marvel, then I watched Endgame. Oh, interesting. Um, I don't know what prompted it. I was just sort of like, I, I hadn't seen Captain Marvel since I saw it in theaters. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, I wanted to watch Infinity War again because I figured I was going to watch Endgame. Sure. So I watched all three wow. cool. and quite enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, I still think, yeah, I, like we talked about in the Captain Marvel review when we did it, there's some ups and downs of the movie itself, but like, I don't know. I kind of liked it maybe a little more on the second watch through. Oh, that's mm-hmm. good. Um, and then Endgame is uh, beautiful. <laughs> I was, I did, I did maybe notice a little more this. This is the third time seeing it now. Um, it like in the scene where uh, right before everybody shows up again and yes. Captain America is like restrapping his shield to uh-huh. his arm. Mm-hmm. I was like, is this the same movie where he fights himself in the past? <laughs> Cause it just like, Tonally, it's just like, wow, these are two different fucking scenes completely. Like, Yeah, but he was like at full strength. And it's kind of like, I know, you but it's just like, like DBZ, where it's like, this dude, mowing down rice, is also like bloody. On no, this that's not, not quite the- not quite like that. But yeah, like where he's no, like, it's exactly that, is, like it. that is America's ass versus like, <laughs> I am oh, okay. I am like facing certain death. It was sure. just like, like tonally, like two. Just like, are these the same? These it's are true. the same movie, right? But that is also the same in Captain America that's been like depressed for years because of the events of right. the previous film. So, yeah, yeah you know. People have people contain multitudes, moments yes. of levity yeah. in uh, stressful situations. Yeah. So recommend all three of those movies. Hey. Pretty good. Yeah, dude. What about you, Max? What have you seen? <laughs> Not a whole lot. Uh, I think I pretty much just watched the uh, uh, the movie that we're talking about later. I started Mother and then didn't get too far into it. Mm. The one with which uh, one's Mother? Jennifer is that Lawrence? the Jennifer Lawrence? Yeah. Uh, sorry, it's called Javier Bardem. Mother. Yeah. With an exclamation point. Oh, yeah. I was, yeah, you have to emphasize when it, it's like, like the informant. Yeah, so, yeah, of course. I was thinking about that when I watched it, and then I forgot that it had an exclamation point. So uh-huh. I, I just said it as if it had nothing afterwards or uh, perhaps a period. Maybe like if you a, look it up on Google, ellipses. you should like turn your, your volume down on your phone. Yeah. It shouts it out. Yeah, so I didn't watch much. Uh, Rob, how about you? Was that, well, one sec. Was that like you were like, huh, I don't know about this, and you turn it off, or are you just like, kind of just petered up or no what? i put it on and i think i had some other stuff that i had to do and wait some mother stuff you had to do yeah i had to play mother the series <laughs> wait, <laughs> Old, the uh, earthbound yeah yeah <laughs> i had i was gonna do mother stuff which was watch mother and then i had mother stuff to do yeah it was mother's day 
<laughs> so I mother stuff. Like, what do. am I doing? I'm supposed to hang out with my mom. Um, that's funny. That was a fruitful bit. That was, yeah. that was funny. Yeah. Um, you didn't watch anything else? Just uh, well, I'm TV, mommy? but we'll get to that later. You sure oh, will. Oh wow. Uh, I watched. Uh, I similar to you. I w- started watching Incredibles two, and I was like. I've just got other incredible things to do, so I and I turned it I turned it off. Um, I, I Incredibles, <laughs> yeah. I'd only gotten so far uh, into it, but I do like just from when you begin it. I do like that it starts off at the end of the last movie, where Underminer comes up and attacks, and they all have to jump into action. It's just a nice way to segue it. I, I'd be excited to watch them both back to back to have it kind mm-hmm. of jump into that. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, <laughs> Sure you would. Sure, you, dummy. You, yeah, you'd probably love that shit. Yeah, you probably Pixar, liked it. Pixar would just love if yeah. you did that. Oh, just give them your fucking money. Yeah, I already own it. <laughs> so like Buy it ju- again. You tool. Marvel. Yeah. Bunch, of, bunch of Disney <laughs> for no stuff. reason. Um, I went and saw. So Cinerama was having the summer movie series uh, last couple weeks. Uh huh. So when it first kicked off, I went and saw Wet Hot American Summer. Ah, oh, Cinerama. That would be fun. Uh, it was very fun. We. Jamie and I both wish that the crowd was a little bigger because it was the first movie in the series and it was like at, at 5.30 on a Friday. So uh-huh. it's like people were still not off of work. Like I right. think if that had been a later show, that would have been perfect because you would have had people howling. And it was, a yeah. great, it was a good crowd, but it was just not as full as it could have been. Yeah. Love that movie. That's got to be one of my favorite comedies. It's just peak David Wayne. Yeah. It's so, so funny. And then... Uh, well, if you haven't seen it, I mean, it's, it's, it is a, it's some of the humor is a bit of an acquired taste. It's, it's a, yeah, it's irreverent. There's a, there's a, uh, if, if you're familiar with Stella, which is Michael Showalter, David Wayne and, uh, Michael Ian Black's, uh, sketch group, uh-huh. kind of, uh, comedy group. Um, it's the exact, it's the exact same, uh, it might as well be called Stella's <clears throat> What Hot American Summer. <laughs> Stella uh, presents. A la Broken Lizards, uh, what's the one that everyone loves? Uh, Super Troopers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that was really great. And then we went, immediately went home and well, we can talk about that later since that's a show, but we started watching the Netflix series, the first day of camp, oh, okay. which is the prequel, but still great to watch all of these in the order in my opinion they came out in which is watch the prequel immediately afterwards and then they're making jokes about how like they even say at one point like by the end of this summer you're gonna feel 15 years younger yeah (laughs) just the idea that they are playing 16 year olds in the movie in the first place is very funny because they're clearly like in their like mid to late 20s yeah and the fact that they're even older in the netflix one is so so good yeah um and then I also watched uh, Jaws was that, another movie. Is that Scotty with the Yeah, Scotty's oh. squeaking in the other room. Might, might as well mention it in case uh, Mike's picking yeah, it up. Yeah, I doubt it'll pick it up. <laughs> think we're killing babies um, in the background or oh something. Oh, my God. Um, well, speaking of people dying, yeah, Jaws was another movie in the summer movie series we saw. Uh-huh. So that was really great to see in a theater with a bunch of people. Uh, we saw that on like a Saturday afternoon, I think, or maybe it was like midday or whatever, but a lot more people were able to go. I have not seen that movie in a long time. Um it's great. It's so great. It feels like two different movies too, because everything leading up to it and the shark attacking people until people realize what an incident it is. And then the movie shifts to where they get out onto the water and kind of have to deal, deal with Jaws. Uh, love it. Spielberg. Top of his game. Great. Top of his game. Uh, That's still Spielberg's best in your opinion. No. War horse. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't think so. Crystal Skulls, obviously. Obviously. That Crystal Skull. Uh, no, but it's a great movie and the cast is so excellent and there's just like lots of little moments. Like, it's always great to see a movie that's older like that where you might have seen it through pop culture so much and seen it in clips and yeah, I've never seen it, but I know exactly. The, yeah. but it feels like you've seen so many scenes and you see the camera pull into this guy and you know a girl's in the water and you've like you could probably be like someone could show you clips and be like, yeah, I think that's Jaws. Uh-huh. So it's like crazy to see it again and also see it like this is how I felt when I saw um, the Star Wars movies when they were re-released in theaters. It was like I'd watched those movies so much as a kid by myself and kind of had an idea of what I thought it was like, and then you watch it again and like. Luke is like, I wanted to go to Tashi Station to get some power converters. And like the audience like all laughed. And I was like, oh, I didn't like realize like that was like such a funny line because it's just by me by myself. I didn't wasn't really like thinking about it. So Jaws was similar where like people were jumping. And it wasn't like jump scaries 
it, it's a shark popping out of the water sometimes, but it was still like just menacing. They but, were jumping with the shark. They yes, want to like, it's like a Rocky Horror Picture seats, Show where they're like, but it was like cool to have them react to the parts that were funny and, and gasp when there were like the scary things. The, the robot they have for Jaws is incredible. I think it looks so good. Like it was hard to tell. There was obviously parts where there was footage of a shark and then the parts where it's just swimming up against the boat where I was like, I can't believe that's a thing that they got to work at that time in mm -hmm. the water. Um, so that was really good. And then the last one we saw in that series was the other night and it was uh midsummer. Saw that again. Uh, and it was great. Sounds scary. Love seeing again. It's not like two big scaries. This it's summer a big <laughs> for you. It's just like a menacing, uh, like a big dread movie. But it's beautiful. And so Judge Red, Carl yes. Urban. See you night, Mama. <laughs> um, I hope they do a sequel to that movie. Weren't they gonna do that for a while? And then they there was a big push it? for it. Uh, it sucks. I, I mean, I think it, a ton of fans wanted it, but maybe not enough to to mm. uh, encourage the studio. So they wanted so bad, they should have gone to see it in the theaters more. That's probably true. Uh, summer. Can't recommend it enough. Won't talk too much about it since it's still uh, it's still in theaters. In fact, it might even be getting a re-release with the director's cut. Even longer, baby. Is it going to be like the Endgame re-release where it's like not finished <laughs> scenes and yeah, like it's a very it's weird how much they had to do CG in that movie. So yeah. like the girl, it's just like a wireframe walking around in Sweden. Um, I would I would go see it again for the director's cut just because like I really am enamored with the movie. Mm. As heavy as the subject matter is, it's very uh, I don't know. It's very uh, I really enjoy that one. Cool. Yeah, that's what I've seen. Cool. Let's talk about some do 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 TV shows we've seen. We've seen. Did you guys like know you were gonna do that? What the hell? Yeah, we've been working on that for a couple weeks. Did not show. Sloppy. I didn't watch a movie on our vacation, but we did watch a TV show. And we An watched, entire we watched two entire television series. Well, we watched the third season of Glow. Yeah, you dude. did watch a whole television. Yeah, we did watch a whole season of Glow. <laughs> they're only That's thirty good. minutes, though. Yeah, they're only thirty minutes. There's and how many episodes? ten episodes? Wow, and like so much Prime vacation time. Hey, it was actually Netflix, not Prime. Sit your ass down, bish. Um, so we watched Glow. It was very good. This is, I think, my favorite season of the show so far. Wow. I'm about half the Vegas through. season, yes. Yeah, the Vegas season. Um, have you gotten to the episode where they're out in the desert? Uh, no, I have not. Oh, wow. man. Why? Okay, they go ask? to the desert. Wow. Okay. Um, in that's my favorite That's my favorite Nevada. episode of the show so far. Well, I can't wait to see it now that I know exactly what's This is like happen. the controversial fly episode of Breaking Bad. Oh, that was my. That was where I stopped Breaking Bad. Interesting. See, that's a very that's a polarizing up. A lot of people. That was a dropping off point. Yeah. Well, there's a reason for that. Mm. <laughs> there's more to it. There's a little more show after that. But not, yeah, not, not for me. Yeah, the show doesn't stop when yeah. that happens. Um. Yeah, I thought the uh, the season was great. Yeah, really liked so, it a lot. So far, it's been going really good. Yeah, glad yeah. to hear it. It's, it's a, a good, really great good show in general. Yeah. Too. And and this season is really. Uh, nailing it continuing it mm -hmm. where it where it should be continued i think like they do a good job of not harping too much on the wrestling stuff and but i also think they include enough wrestling stuff that like if you're watching it because you like wrestling mm -hmm. they include enough in it to keep you kind of like interested but the characters mm -hmm. are also interesting on their own yeah and they don't do too much wrestling where if you're not watching for the wrestling stuff you're not like can we get past this I fucking would, wrestling stuff i would yeah. hope to it feels like a lot of like wrestling fans like also love like the life of the people outside of the wrestling too. Cause that's like, right. Well, I think show. like that's, they do a good job of like, especially in this season, uh, Kia Stevens balance. who plays the welfare queen, um, mm -hmm. starts to like, like her body starts to like deteriorate. Oh. And so like, there's a whole storyline about her being on like pain pills and like mm -hmm. numbing the pain with alcohol. And that's a very like common Real. thing oh, yeah. in wrestling. So that was like very interesting for them to introduce this season. Um, but yeah, I I really enjoyed this season a lot. Couldn't recommend it enough. Wow. Yeah, I can't wait to see the stuff that you uh, just mentioned. Yeah. Looking forward to it, baby. <laughs> um, that's it for me for TV. What have you guys seen? Uh, I had I mentioned that, yeah, we, after watching What Hot American Summer, we started First Day of Camp, which is the Netflix series that came out a couple years ago. Uh, and that's really funny. They've added, they even, even immediately show... The scene that kind of prompts the series, which is them in the movie Wet Hot, 
saying that in 10 years, uh-huh. or I'm, I'm, I apologize, I'm jump, I'm getting ahead of myself, but they all talked about like, it shows them on their first day of camp and all the actors so much older. And it's, it's equally funny that in the span of like an hour and a half movie, all this stuff is happening on the last day of camp. That's so ridiculous, including like creating a play and yeah. performing like performing a performance at the talent show. Same thing with this one where they're like casting a play and it's not like the thing you'd be working on at camp for the next two months. It's like, no, we're performing this tonight. Yeah. So by the end of the series of this, you know, the first day of camp series, they're doing that. I love their, that play, by the way, Electro City. Yeah. It's so funny. Um, Paul Rudd is uh, ageless. Yeah. Uh, just every, all the characters, it's, it's just like such a treat to have them all back. And then we also watched the 10 years later one, which uh-huh. is what I started to, started to jump ahead to, which is, they're like, why don't we meet here, you know. In 10 years. In 10 years. Um, and that's fun because they do get to like, bump it up to the nineties and kind of make, make jokes on that a little right. bit. And Joe Latrulio is such a treasure from Brooklyn nine, nine yep. and the, and the previously mentions worked. Um, just his character, Neil is so like, he's, he's sort of pathetic. Yeah. He is yeah. pathetic. Yeah. But it, he secretly and through these other episodes is revealed to be like, he's not actually a virgin, but he doesn't talk about it. Yeah. And like, he's like a nice, he's a genuine guy. But he's just like such a, a doormat, it feels yeah. like sometimes. And and it's also the same sensibility as the movies where it's just like everything's ridiculous. I won't spoil the whole ending, but they have like a Return of the King, uh, like almost like they're like going for the record for like one week later, a month later, yeah. uh, 10 years later. Like they're kind of doing all these things at the very end of the, of the show, which is very, very funny. Um, I mean, yeah, yeah, obviously, if you're a fan of that movie, the series are both so so great yeah um and yeah like adding characters that have full storylines back into the old footage like yeah they were there on that day too like it just cuts to them they're like <laughs> yeah yeah and, like they were never in the movie um the recasting thing was, bradley cooper with adam scott yes yeah. and he's like i got a nose job do you notice and they're like and the, the really funny thing he goes like i think it looks great i think you look better and he's like <laughs> really which Adam Scott was probably like, fuck yeah. Yeah. Um, the other thing I love about the 10 years later one is Michael Showalter shows up. Everyone's like, hi. And he goes, chim, chim, chu way. And then they all go, chu way back to him. And he goes, like, they make up a camp call that they never did in the movies uh-huh. or the other show. <laughs> and they do it the whole series. Like, this is the thing yeah. we have always done at camp. <laughs> I think that oh, is. Man. That I may is rewatch tier. this. You should. Talking, I, yeah. You sure. should, man. I. I was such a delight to go back and watch it, and that's also it's a pretty quick watch. Yeah. Too. So that's that's what I've seen. Yeah. What about you, Max? Oh, uh, I watched uh, Veronica Mars. Ah, hey, what'd you I think? I got around to it. Uh, uh, I was surprised. At, Wait, uh, is the original series or the new? The new the one. Movie? The new. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So I watched the movie. I think while you were gone. Well, that would have been a movies we've seen. So continue uh, to the show. <laughs> anyway, uh, so then I yeah I watched the 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 most recent uh, series, the season four season on four. Hulu. Yep, and uh, I was they won me over with Logan. Yeah, I, I me too. I I, I talked. Wait, now, about wasn't it on, this the widely d- decried? No, this is. I thought this is the guy everyone yeah, well, having issues with. The, Especially me and Max. Like, yeah. Max and I really did not like Logan. And, like, mm. I don't... I, I It's a split thing. Like, I have the... My friend Kaylee loves Logan. Ah. And she was the person we had on Throwback to School when we talked mm. about it. And, like, I, I was ready to be like, fuck Logan. I mm-hmm. can't stand this guy. He has such an arc in the show that, like, by the end of it, I, I was, like... I was on Team Logan. And, wow. like... Just, you know, just this season, though. Yeah, just this season. Right, right. It does not forgive yeah. past, like, uh, yeah. how he was in the past. But, like, his character growth is, like, so much that I was, like, I'm actually, like, very pro-Logan in this wow, show. Like, and, like... You sound like Charles, Charles Xavier. Yeah, pro-Logan. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I thought his arc was great. <laughs> Give me something. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> Max, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I... Because... I hate him as an asshole, but as a recovering asshole. I hate asshole? him as an asshole. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's, I mean, well he's like uh, in therapy in this season and yeah. like, oh, like, wow. like very like aware of his like misgivings and like mm. his shortcomings. And it's just like, it was very refreshing. And like seeing a character that has been like 
Otherwise, like such a macho, like hey, you know, like uh, was that know, a response punch my... to fans feeling? That? It could have been, mm. but like I feel like having a character that's otherwise been like a very macho, you know, like dickhead, like openly going to therapy and like encouraging Veronica to go to therapy, like throughout the entire season, is like I don't know. I thought it was kind of refreshing and like a like having a character like that sort of like understand and like recognize that therapy is important and like his mental health was really important. I thought it was like a very interesting. Mm-hmm. way for that character to go yeah and and like i i really think it's okay for characters to be assholes and you can still sure. enjoy them as characters oh, but boy, the, here we the, go the important... pro asshole rant again <laughs> i just i love billy from stranger things by billy i mean the red ranger and i don't know his actual name he <laughs> might have been billy and but anyways um the thing is the show has to be aware that they're an asshole right and that was not the case with Logan. You were always rooting or you were supposed to be You're supposed to like him for or, the reasons yeah. that we disliked him. Exactly. Yeah. For Veronica to end up with him whenever they got back together, it was like, right. Oh, okay. That's the, the pleasant ending of the show. It, it, but like me and Andrew are both like, what the fuck are you doing? Why'd yeah. you just ruin it like that? The rest of the show is fine. So like, it was good to have him in that spot where, um, his actions were, considered bad yeah. by the show right and uh and so yeah i enjoyed that yeah uh and disappointed in veronica and that yeah. one scene obviously yeah uh but yeah the the rest of it's good Patton oswald does a good job yeah uh it's good to see everyone As Logan jr it was, yeah, yeah. yeah the younger brother of or the, the son the, of no, Logan. the baby yeah. it's like a little yeah. man situation his yeah. face <laughs> is like yeah composed he is the boss baby it would have been nice to have mac Yep. It would have been nice to have Piz. It would have been nice to have more Wallace. Wallace. Yeah. yeah. And like Weevil too. Like Weevil is like, he's he plays like a pretty pivotal. If you guys were making uh, this up, up names, I would know. Yeah, I know. Like, Weevil, yeah. Bisbee. Piz, yeah. 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 So I, yeah, I liked it a lot. I mean, there's there's some things I didn't like about it. You can listen to it on Throwback to School. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I will. I, I, now on Patreon I only. To, I meant to listen to it before yeah. coming on here, but uh, yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll listen to it uh, tomorrow. Cool, I promise. Cool, I'm gonna text you about it. Yes, um, and we'll update everyone on the next episode. Yeah, before we get into our main movie, we got some news to talk about, baby. Oh That's boy! Right. All right, this is a song. Spider Man, Spider Man is out of the MCU. Fuck. Uh, so guys, Disney and Sony could not come to an agreement about money as usual. Mm-hmm. So Spider-Man is out of the MCU for now. That is the latest mm-hmm. thing. They are going forward with the proposed sequels to Far From Home with the same director and Tom Holland starring as Spider-Man. He will not, however, be a part of the MCU going forward if all things stand as they are. Robert, you seem hurt. <laughs> like The look on your because, face is like... like- because this isn't like exactly new news. Like we knew that there was like this issue with Sony's kind of ownership of Spider-Man and the handling of the property. And I think it just seemed like when he was introduced in civil war, that there was some sort of agreement that this would just be like a continuing thing. Right. But it's still like annoying that at the end of the day, these two giant corporations, one, you know, one, which owns, Almost everything. Yeah, almost everything. The other, which owns a ton of things. Yeah. It, it's it's never about like the art at the end of the day on that on that level. Right. It's just like frustrating from like a a, a fan's perspective of like which is minuscule ultimately, but like uh, not really. I mean, I, like as like sure. as like what we are, which is fans of these movies. But they've rebooted Spider Man so many times that like they assume that it's like we'll just figure whatever if it's tom holland or some other new person next time like doesn't matter we'll go see it because it's like but the fact that it's the fact that they've also not exactly spoiler alert but like the third phase first third phase movie is spider-man far from home right the last phase three movie the the or sorry the last phase three movie so it's sort of this ushering in of this next chapter right so it does feel particularly Irksome that I, I it's kind of like, yeah, I, what are we going to do it with, you know, we need a Spider-Man. We need you to elevate you to be a bigger. And then it's like, I kind of feel like, like this is, uh, this is a, 
this is a temporary story is my guess. I think like by the time, because like they phase, only have to put out statements. Phase four of Marvel is all going to be like, you know, like Thor and the Eternals and, and they're adding a lot of new properties, but like they're all stories that don't have to include Spider-Man. Yeah. If you know what I mean? And like the next Spider-Man movie seems to be dealing with the fallout of Mysterio revealing that he is, they've already announced the next Spider-Man. There's two Spider there's two oh, Spider-Man sequels. Just tentative. Already. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. And so if they go ahead with these sequels with like no Marvel Marvel involvement, um Venom. Ve- Venom um could be involved, but like you don't necessarily have to have it connected to these Marvel Cinematic Universe movies. You could have so it. So by the run. time they decide to do like a young Avengers or, you know, Avengers five or whatever. I my guess is by the time that all happens, this will have blown over. Interesting. <clears throat> this yeah. feels like a this feels like a publicity fight. Like I think mm-hmm. this became public because both both studios kind of want to test the waters of like yeah. who's going to side with who. Well, it's funny because Sony like who's is... going to come out looking nicer in this? But yeah. Sony's so fucking dumb in that regard. If yeah. they thought if they thought that they were going because the point is it. It's fucking stupid that they're having this dick measuring competition out in the wild, like out in the yeah, public. Everyone knows and Mickey's dick see. is huge. Well, like, who cares about the money of it? The The point yeah. is Sony, from the very get-go, is in the wrong in this because Spider-Man is a Marvel property and should be Marvel Studios. And the fact that Sony has been holding it from them mm. is wrong. Like that, and fans are always going to come down on that side. That's why when the news came out, people were like, fuck Sony, why are you doing this? Boycott Sony. And then uh, Sony tried to get back saying like, oh, this is Disney's decision, but nobody came out. Okay, boycott Disney. That's not going to happen because Sony is in the wrong in this. Even if they legally are the owners of this thing, that's not right. Shouldn't it be fair use because the the creators are both dead now? I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> well, it should be. Why? Well, if if Sony bought or owns the rights, that's as makes as much sense as like the original owners not having any like any continued. I think what Max or... is trying to say though is that because Sony like kept the rights on a technicality ah. because they had no real intention of making something good, they just made a Spider-Man movie that was, ended up being the Amazing Spider-Man hmm. that was like. I think a like a, a football term, like a hail mary, it was like a sure. last second ditch effort to like get something well, because they have to the put thing? something they on the slate something. in order yeah. to keep the rights to it without it reverting Fantastic back to Marvel. Yeah. yes, we've seen this before. Yeah, and they don't have to make something good, and they don't have to put their heart into it or anything like that. And that, but they just want to own it because it makes them money. They don't want right. to own it because like they care about a, the Spider-Man Marvel franchise. property. Right. Yeah, if they really cared, they would put him back into the MCU and allow him to, you know, play with the rest of the the right. team. Right? Like that's where he's the best. That's where people like him the most, and they're getting in the way of that. Whereas like, yeah, Marvel could have said, okay, you get more money and all that, but in the end, it's not them who are like deciding it basically they're not like oh yeah sony's gonna have it they basically like oh sony has it until you know until it runs out until that that whatever runs out and it won't run out as long as they keep making movies so it's just frustrating it's frustrating that marvel was ever in a position where they didn't have enough money and they had to sell their stuff in a way that really screwed them over once they actually got on their feet yeah and now sony's just kind of like holding them to that that shitty thing that they were it's, subjected I mean, to essentially rubbing it in their face. It helped save them too though. And I think the other side of it is like people, it's annoying that Disney is this giant thing that owns everything. I mean, it's always been big. But, yeah. So it is, it is there's also so, that. Right. It like, is sort of like in a, in a way it's sort of um, satisfying to see somebody say fuck you to Marvel or to, to Disney in that way of like sure. Marvel. I mean, the, the whole fight of this is that the original deal was Marvel would get 5% of the first dollar gross of the Spider-Man movies and then all like the merchandising rights and everything that like comes from the movie in that sense they get. And then right. Sony gets the 95 cut. And then Marvel now wants a 50-50, but would also include Marvel funding it 50-50. So they were like, we want to receive 50%, but we would also give 50% of the production cost too. And so... Sony, you know, 
not getting any sort of merchandising. It's all stupid, sure. corporate, you know. Well, uh, I think, too, how I, many, know. like, video games, comic books, toys, and things they would have made off of marketing as well. Right, and I think, like, as a... Um, as, like, as a property, I'm sure that they saw... They see Spider-Man as, like, the sole thing that will make money as a Marvel property outside of Marvel Studios. It's, mm. like, the one thing that they can, like... Morbius with Jared Leto who the fuck cares like I'm sure it'll do okay but like it's not like a guaranteed money maker like Spider-Man is so that's why yeah, they're mean, all playing hard and fast with money we say that like it's a guaranteed money maker but then again Amazing Spider-Man 2 when Sony had the reins right. they are, it's not a guaranteed money maker it's a money maker because fucking Marvel made it a money maker right that's why I think that Sony's like they Marvel's proven what they can do. Sony has proven what they can't do. They're going to have and, to crash and burn again for them to be like, please take Spider-Man from just, us. It's just so fucking frustrating because it really like, yeah, it sucks that Disney's huge, but that really like, I, I don't think factors a huge deal into um, the Marvel Cinematic Universe being good. Yeah. Mm. Like I, I mean, think it was already well into its way before... Yeah, I mean, I I think they have. It's great that they have like, or I mean, it's they're allowed to do this because they have such a like they can, uh, they can make huge movies and they can do big things and they know that they're that it's going to come back to them. Um, But I think the creative team behind it, the people that they get to work on it, are are very talented people who are good at their jobs, and like show that continuously. So yeah. So I just think it's unfortunate that that Sony's kind of they they feel like the spoiled brat like oh this is mine this is mine because I paid for it you know that kind of crap. Like, There's also a little bit of that coming from Marvel too, where it's like this is our property, so this, like we should get yeah I know, guess and so, like they are like, reneging on the original deal, which is they sold it because they were in dire straits and now they're not and they want it back and it's like yeah, whether but, it should belong there is also like. Well, fudge! Like you wouldn't, you might not be around if you hadn't sold off Spider-Man and Fantastic right. Four, and yeah, we wouldn't have a Josh Trank Fantastic Four. <laughs> yeah, for that matter. Yeah, um, it's just yeah, and then just yeah, that service level fan thing is just a bummer because it was like, what a moment when Spider-Man showed up and you were like, oh yes, yeah, Spider-Man in mm-hmm. the MCU, and he's good. Yeah, he's and he's like a kid, like he's supposed to be, and like I really love the last movie, and then it's just kind of like. Yeah, that's just... Uh, Do you think there's anyone who is just like, finally, you know, finally... Sony has the reins back. Breaking finally. it away from exactly. these... Exactly. Like, oh, Marvel really was ruining Spider-Man, and the, I can't wait I to know. see what the Sony only, does. Unless they were like really mad that the Garfield or Maguire ones didn't continue the way they like thought they should have, I could see them being like just in general upset at like a Marvel Spider-Man. But. The, other, the other thing I could see people being... Uh, pro is like maybe people who are like super into Venom and thinking that like <laughs> otherwise Venom won't have Spider-Man in it now maybe Venom will have Spider-Man in it I have to, I'm gonna go I have to assume <clears throat> that they're already gonna do a Venom sequel right I feel like it's it would be crazy if they didn't somehow work Spider-Man into the end credits or the movie itself but that was always the thing is like it, do is the are these like supplemental Spider-Man movies do yeah. they exist in the world that the Tom Holland Spider-Man exists in? the idea of Tom Holland's venom existing in if he ever made the jump to the mcu is just like wild to me but yeah oh captain america i'm feeling a little sick right now i I think i actually drank some of it i need to step in this lobster tank (laughs) oh baby brock oh baby brock oh baby brock all right are we ready to talk about the main movie oh yeah oh yeah here we go let's ramp it up That is, of course, the theme song to the Fast and the Furious present Hobbs and Shaw. That is Fast Car by Tracy Chapman. Oh, it didn't get going. Okay. I knew I recognized um, it, though. The Fast and the Furious present Hobbs and Shaw with Jason Statham and The Rock. Yes. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Um, real quick, before we get into the plot or anything we liked about it, uh, what did you guys think of the movie overall? Uh, I really liked it. Uh, I think I... Liked it less than probably the Fast and the Furious franchise films and felt a little long. I think there was like some fat to be trimmed. 
Uh, but I, I, I liked it overall. It, it, it gave me a lot of what I was expecting and wanted. And yeah. 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 Max? Yeah, I think it took a little bit of time to get started or for me to get into it, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Like once physics went out the window, I was like, okay, yeah, yeah. I love this. Yeah. This is great. And that was the name of but, a character that Rock <laughs> yeah, throws the out chest. a window. Yeah, <laughs> Dr. Physics, <laughs> the nerd. For a Just while, give me the answer, Dr. Physics. <laughs> boom. Uh, for a while, it seemed like they were taking themselves too seriously and doing too much of the the macho back and forth, which I like. See, never this really is got a into. well, we can get into it, but yeah. But yeah, once cars started flying, I I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, um, I agree. I think um, I complain a lot about brevity or like a lack of brevity in movies, and this is one I think it it probably went twenty minutes too long. Um, I think there was a, a fair bit that could have been trimmed. I overall like the movie a lot. I mm-hmm. think it's like very a very worthy inclusion in the Fast and the Furious yeah. franchise. Um, I think especially because we had. Fate of the Furious, which is, by the way, going on the TV in the living room, um, because we had as, as it should Fate be. of the Furious, where Rock and Statham are a team and like even get buddy buddy in the movie. I think spending like fifteen to twenty minutes of them at the beginning of the movie being like "fuck you," I'll never work with you, bitch, and it's like no, I'll never work with you either. It's just like why are Andrew. we why are we doing this again? And they've already teamed up and they've already been friends why are they all of a sudden mad at each other again? I just like it, that, that part of it, I was not on board with. Ladies and gentlemen, Andrew was the little angel on my shoulder in the theater during all that. I snuck malarkey. in the theater and I was behind him. Oh, that was just you. Yeah. That was just oh. me whispering in your ear. You had the tunic and everything. You had yep. the little angel wings. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Uh, and you sat on his shoulder. And I was wearing a diaper. Christ, <laughs> my shoulder has been hurting. Um, that was a big thing of it. It, it yeah. almost felt like, Hey, if you aren't familiar with these guys, they do not like each other. In fact, they're going to tell each other that he's he's a biscuit-eating Brit, and he's a dang cop yeah. ball, who's bald. <laughs> it's like, we got it. They they established an uneasy kind of understanding yeah. in the movie, but I, did, but I did like that. But they spend so much of eight, like, yes. earning each other's trust. That's the whole point. That, like, by the end of eight, they are almost, like, friends, and then when this movie yeah, starts, respect at right. least. And at the beginning of this one, it's just like that almost. It's almost like the beginning of the eighth movie where they're yeah. fighting each other in the jail. Yeah. Like that was that was some of the stuff. And there's a few scenes. Like there's a scene where they're tortured that feels like it just was like kind of going on a long time yeah. for me. Where I was kind of like, ah, I wish this would like. It's a I little just, like you were talking about. It's a little too much like the macho bravado. Like we have to show how tough these guys are. It's like we know mm-hmm. we, we can see them. We know they're tough. Right. Um, I don't know when we're, how we're kind of approaching it, but one detail that I think think is very funny. I don't know if you, if you have it in front of you, you can look up the age discrepancy, but Jason Statham and his sister who grew oh up, boy. who grew up as kids together, <laughs> I think quite me, a few years apart. Let me look it up. Um, oh, but I do love what I, what's that actress's name? It is Vanessa Kirby. Vanessa Kirby. Cause, cause she's also in the mission impossible, uh, films. As is the she? White, the white widow. Oh, you're right. Yeah. yeah. A very similar, like, kick-ass uh, character. She's great. She's great. In these movies, uh, she was, like, a, a fun... She had been introduced in 8. Yeah, she's 21 years younger than him. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. He's 52, she's And 31. show them rolling around in the grass. Yeah. Like, they were just, you know, growing, um, siblings growing up. Yeah. There's a very fun scene in this movie where he goes to visit uh, their mother, yes. played by... Uh, um, Helen Mirren. Helen Mirren. And... I Helen, visit me. Helen Mirren, I think, is such a fun inclusion in these movies. Like, yeah. and she, she was in, like, she I'm like not feeling so good. Spider Man, I yeah. you give me the phone. I just here. love her like guilting him into helping his sister. Just like such, and like she does it in eight too. Where like he, she's like telling uh, Shaw to like team up with his brother. Yeah, he's like, I don't want to take him along. And she's like, you have to take him. He's your little brother. And it's just like, you kill your your bloody mother. You didn't do what I say. Yeah. I just think, yeah, that, that, that whole thing is funny, but yeah, Vanessa Kirby being 21 years younger than she is pretty That's jarring. so funny. It'd be funny if they did that accurately, and he's like, she's like, come on, brother, and he's like, no, I'm going out, I'm yeah, doing I'm something. drinking tonight. It's just old footage of Jason Statham yeah. from the transporter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> drinking an Orangina, yeah. uh, having a fight in a pool of grease, I think, yeah. at the end of that movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Sweet dude. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I love that Helen Mirren asked to be in these movies in the Fast yes. and Furious. She's like, I'm on the red carpet or something, right? She's like, I'd love to be in the head. <laughs> yeah. like, she's also in character yeah. on the red carpet. This is the put, character I'd love to play. Please put your die. mother in the movie, please. <laughs> Here, this is my screen test. I'm yeah. going to do it right now. Yeah. Um, that is a very, I, that is a great detail. More people mm-hmm. should just say they want to be in popular movies. I think the like the whole, how this get made crew has like begged to be in these Fast and the Furious movies and so far has not happened, but yeah, yeah. I think it, I think it did sort of get, uh, hopefully they're all horribly killed in like a car crash <laughs> in the next movie. I was going to say, I think it did sort of get Jason or uh, Jason uh, Momoa, Jason Manzoukas in uh, John Wick. Who famously said on an episode that he thought Keanu Reeves was the worst actor in history, I believe. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, wonder what that conversation was like on set. Yeah, let's... TikTok, let's, ta- TikTok Man and John Wick. Um, what were some of your guys' favorite set pieces of the movie? I mean, this is a heavy action movie, so there's like many to talk about. Yeah. And what did you... Th- uh, I guess before that, what did you think of Idris Elba as the oh, villain? Loved him. Yep. I did love Idris Elba as the villain. Yeah. They don't even bother to pretend that he is not some insane... Like Bane-like. soldier. Yeah. yeah. Super suit. His like... He's like... Oh, by the way, bullets that hit me in this movie aren't going to kill me because my suit just, it doesn't, yeah. it does, doesn't matter. And not shown in the trailer, really, the robot motorcycle. Yeah. Cool. That thing. I love that thing. I like that. Yeah. That was very cool. Um, and it was also just like fun to see a character who like, he knew he had all these like biotics and stuff. So just he, that's how he acted. He's like, nope, I'm going on this jump and I'm just going to land on this car and I'm going to start fighting you and punching you both yep. at the same time. And it's just like. So insane, so over the top. That was the perfect level for, for that. Yeah, it really reminded me of the game Crackdown at a at a bunch of points yeah, during this yeah. movie where yeah. it's just like these he was people collecting orbs. Yeah, <laughs> essentially. Uh, one thing that I noticed was that every time one of the main characters got into the vehicle, like any vehicle, the vehicle itself would become stronger. Yeah. So, for example, <laughs> like they were flying this helicopter and it was attached to one semi truck and it was going down. It was like yes. really struggling to stay like up. Like it would. And then uh, and then Idris Elba knocks the pilot out of the uh pilot seat gets in the pilot seat starts flying and ends up lifting up four semis yeah just because he's flying it better or whatever you know they're his big arms are on the points into uh vehicle uh, (laughs) yeah yeah, in the upgraded they just really don't care about that stuff and i love it and like they shouldn't i mean the rock got into a big truck and started driving through walls and through other cars like any vehicle that came uh in contact with it that is a very funny i think that is a very funny observation that like Yes, it's like the up. It's like the character generates a field around yeah. their vehicle. Where like, thank God, like them. a civilian hadn't driven that truck and yeah. like just crashed into the wall. <laughs> yeah, just like, crashed off the cliff. Yeah, um, which I that that's hardly the movie's fault. But like they showed a lot in some of the trailers, including like all the way up towards the end, which I assumed would be the. I wish they ending. had shown none of the Samoa yeah. like yep. Samoa stuff. Yes, I agree. Um, I agree. It was I, still great in the trailers. Yeah, I th- like what a cool set piece to have like like a low tech, you know, like people on the island like fighting with. Is it who's his older brother in that? Is it Tamar or Tamar Mowry? Uh, Tamar Mowry. I I'm butchering his name, but I, don't um, know. I loved his whole Samoan family and I. The, a scene I actually like laughed out out loud in the theater was they kind of realized like, Oh God, what are we going to, you know, what are we going to do now? Cause they only had so much time to save Vanessa Kirby who yeah. had, in one point in their movie uh, got injected with this uh, virus. And he goes, got to go to the place. I'd never, I've, you know, the only, the only place I've never, ever wanted to go back to. And then it cuts to the most beautiful island I've ever seen in my yeah. life. Which, obviously, there's all the family issues wrapped up in it, but it was so funny to me because it cuts to, like, I would kill everyone in this room to go there right now. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. He's got mm-hmm. guns pointed at both <laughs> of our heads. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't have uh, traditional Samoan weapons because yeah. my mom got Spears, rid of all the yeah. guns. Um, I'm, I'm glad they gave a reason for the Samoan weapons, though. That's yeah. cool. I like yeah, that. Yeah, like shutting off the, and, the oh, guns. That was the doubly cool part was that they're guns and weapons that they had been hoarding were gone. Their mom gave them all away. Yeah. To, so as the rest of Samoa just like rampant with gun violence. Yeah, right. <laughs> Little kids, every, uh, animals have guns. They're running around with them. Um, and then the enemy's guns very stupidly all are like 
on Bluetooth or something? Yeah. Like, what was the deal? Like, There's some like electronic. Like, yeah, they were hacked. It's and... like so. Yeah, so the guns couldn't be stolen and used by other people. They they're like sure. uh, biologically activated. Yeah, or, even though they're like led by a bionic general that could probably like stop an entire platoon right, by himself. Take his guns. Yeah, guns. I, but... I feel like every because this has been introduced in other things. Every movie that introduces or, or game or whatever that introduces the biometric guns also has like them shut down and not right. be used at some point. The only know? I a movie. I can think of off the top of my head that uses that that I like is in one of the Bond films, one of the Craig Bond films. He's in uh God, what's the name of that? Like it's like an Asia it's like a town on the water in like Asia. But um he gets in a fight with a guy and has like a gun just to his fingerprints. Yeah. So when they're in this fight, I think it's in like an alligator fighting pit or something. There's like this weird kind of illicit animal thing going on and they fall into the pit and they're wrestling the guy gets the gun from him and then tries to shoot Bond and it doesn't work. The whole point being that like he was going to use it originally to kill him. He didn't mean for it to go out of his hands, but the fact that it pays off that he doesn't get killed with mm-hmm. that is pretty cool. This I, one is just super convenient where it's like, no one can shoot now. <laughs> I have been thinking about since you said, I know you meant Daniel Craig James Bond, but you just said Craig Bond. And yeah. so I've been thinking I, about I like, it's like, it's like, Bond. yeah, it's like dumpy younger brother like, or something. It's like, like, should we take I'm that? Craig again? Bond. I'm Craig Bond. It's like, should we take that again? No, no, it's fine. Oh, whatever. I'm producing these movies. Yeah. Who cares? Fuck it. <laughs> Uh, I'm excited yeah. for the next Bond too. What's, but, the name, what's the name of it? It's no one ever dies. No one ever really dies. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the, no, it is. Pharrell like is the, It the is like it's like the wrong day to die or not the day to die. I haven't heard of, like that. I haven't heard that. Well, it's real. It's a, not today. Death, not, not today. today. It's Craig called Bond. Die Another Day. Yeah, it's called The Adventures of Craig Bond. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, I. Uh, what were we talking about? We were talking about set pieces. The island. Yeah, I was. Oh yeah, we were. Yeah, we were also talking about the Samoan brothers, and I was wondering, yeah. Andrew, what you thought of Roman Reigns showing up, another wrestler. Yeah. that also has a similar tattoo. Yeah, he uh, he did a fine job. He had no speaking roles except to go. Ooh. Ah! <laughs> um. So he did fine. Like he was just a big Samoan <laughs> dude in the movie, but yeah. like he was fine. I don't know. Like, yeah. I think that's what he was credited as. Yeah. Well, he is. Uh, it's funny in the credits, he's listed as Joe, quote unquote, Roman Reigns on Hawaii. So it's just like. That's his nickname on the island? Yeah. Roman Reigns. Because you look like Roman Reigns. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, he did fine. Yeah, I thought so too. I thought he did a pretty decent job, except he does this weird, like, double throw of two hooks. Yeah. He throws with both his right hand and his left hand at the same time, and it just looks really dainty. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it gets the job done. Yeah. It does. But then they have like two guys kind of upstage him by doing cooler things when they're connecting their semi trucks together. Mm-hmm. Yep. They're junkie trucks that all have like the nitro boost. Uh, right. To it, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just in case. Well, they did spend a lot of time. Pre- they established they took a long time like prepping all their traps and stuff. Like sure. That, and he so. also like his brother owns a garage on the mm-hmm. island anyway. So it wasn't like. And they make illicit guns and bombs and stuff. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they did. They don't they do did. more. They did. Um, what did you guys think of Vanessa Kirby as uh, Shaw's uh, same age sister? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, grew up together. Uh, I thought she was great. I thought I liked her when they introduced her. Was she just in eight? Was her first one? No, this is her first one. Yeah, she wasn't in eight. They didn't establish her. Nope. Oh, nope. This is the first one. Wow. Because it's supposed to be kind of a surprise when they reveal that she's a this Shaw. Is, yeah, she's she's a Shaw. She's a Shaw. Um, she's a Shallad. Uh, <laughs> I. Thought it was a weird decision to have her inject herself with the. That's very MI two. I thought mm. it, I thought it was, like it didn't seem to make much sense to me. Uh, and I, I, at first, I thought she was going to get turned into a silver soldier, like it was some kind of Ooh, like that would have been cool. Like uh, well. at, at a certain point, <laughs> like she, you know, she was carrying it for yeah for something else, and like to you know get it somewhere else. But like it turned her into a ticking time bomb that could have killed the world. Like, why did she? Because I think, I think the idea is that she could, if it was like in the case, she has to stay alive also to have it taken out out of her now. Whereas like, so now she's like this bargaining chip where it's like, you'd have to take me alive. I'm a person who can fight. If you have just like a vial, he could just like steal it. Right. Yeah. So she like made the decision then to like inject herself. Did they have to take her alive? Couldn't they have just killed her and then not burned her? I like think they, they established, because well, remember they established there was like only two ways to do it. It was like either like she has to die to have it removed or there's like that very, that that thing that takes a long time that's like a long shot where it like removes all the blood. What was it even doing? Like it showed it in the scene and like injected it and it showed like an ampule of something come out of her blood and then it's like, yeah. all right, couple hours to go. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that was about. 
similar logic to everything in the universe. I mean, it's also like, yeah, just it, it is like in the way that like a, a truck crashes through the concrete wall. It's just sort yeah. of like a plot device to get to from A to B. It just seemed a little bit lazy to me. Like they didn't explain why she, to me, why she would do, why sure. she would make that decision rather than just like smash it or whatever, I guess. Yeah. Like smashing it would let it into the air or maybe, something. Maybe. Yeah. maybe. I don't know. They didn't really establish that and I wish they had. Yeah. And so it bugged me for the rest of it. They um, have, I mean, if that does happen in Mission Impossible too, it's like more, you actually partway through the movie though, but the the lead does like inject herself and is like, see now, you, you know, you have to take me like I yeah. have this virus in me. Mm-hmm. What did you guys think of the uh, CIA and FBI agents of Ryan Reynolds and Rob Delaney? Yes, that was interesting. I don't know if I was sold on Ryan Reynolds. I wasn't role. either. I like I, I didn't I didn't really buy the chemistry between Reynolds and The Rock. And yeah. I was like, when he showed up, I was like, oh, this could be fun. And it just yeah. felt, it felt really forced. It was weird. It was just like a weird cameo. He pops up again later. It was just like an odd, like he kind of bookends it in a weird way. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't I, love it. I didn't like it until the end credits. Cause uh-huh. I, I think mm-hmm. like originally he, he just comes across as the, like, it's just the same Ryan Reynolds character, yeah. right? He's Deadpool again. Yeah. He's. He was wearing what the Green Deadpool Lantern outfit. was <laughs> supposed to be. Yeah. Or, you know, he's just like constant. Quick-witted. Uh, and like, yeah, yeah. yeah, quippy kind of guy. And uh, just seeing him in that role again was kind of boring. And uh, I don't know why, but something about him being also very talented and still flippant at yeah. the end. Like he, he's just going through and he, he like. He was like a rock like character. He's like, yeah. he has like a weird secret agent or like a, he's an agent. He's a. Yeah. Yeah. But he, but he's still talking about like friendship bracelets, and so that like made it a little bit more fun to me. The fact that he is just so very talented, and, yeah, but also so aloof at the same time. But uh, it, yeah, it kind of rubbed me the wrong way at first when he was just that kind of like. In, yeah, the whole like uh, diner scene where he was mm-hmm. just like, I don't know, just like their chemistry just seemed off. Not like they were like they were oh, acting in like two different scenes, like. I, it, did, it didn't ever feel like they were playing off each other successfully. It was kind of like, it felt like a bad improv scene where like mm. the two people are just not on the same page for the scene. And so like one person's up, the other person's down and it's not really ever mixing well. That's mm. actually because Ryan Reynolds is a big Vin Diesel fan and, uh, he was kind of, he kind of took, to sabotage it. Wow. He took Vin Diesel's side. Wow. And so he's, he had kind of the same thing. They actually didn't film any scenes together. Uh-huh. Ryan Reynolds and the rocks. So uh-huh. In like, fact, while he was on Deadpool, he was just like, just film me talking right now. And yeah. Like, you can add that in if you want. Yeah. Um, what do we think about that whole thing? Like, was this movie worthy of like getting the entire Fast and the Furious crew mad? Uh, if, if it has an, a profound effect on the continuations of the series or, or the way it's filmed and the chemistry, like if right. it's obvious in the next movie that these egos are, and we'll hear about it, unfortunately before that, well before that. Yeah. But if it causes so much strife that it affects the movies, then that is a great shame. Yeah. A great shame on all their yeah. families. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It seems like there could have been handled better. It's obvious that Statham and the rock are very charismatic. Yeah. But, the fact that Diesel started these off and kind of continued on with them and brought them sort of back from the brink to the point where they're just like this fun series that is sort of transcended. Yeah. All four quadrants yeah. uh, is sort of like it, it, you wish that there could have, maybe there wasn't enough room in a movie for Vin Diesel, the rock and Jason Statham, but like there certainly was enough room in the other one. Right. But that famously had, kind of like not shot at the same time and drama. And yeah. I don't know. It sucks. It sucks. Did you and see it like uh, the rest of the crew? Not so happy either. Yeah. So. Do you see Dave Batista's tweet about the whole thing? No, there's apparently a rumor now that like none of them like in their contracts, none of them can lose a fight and it's like causing a lot of like issues well, like, I'm, or in what, sorry, which series the, or the fast and the furious oh, series, oh, like, oh. like none of the characters can lose a fight now they can like, like draw or whatever. yeah they can either draw or like they have to win and so dave batista tweeted like hire me and they can all beat me up who cares <laughs> that's like that just fundamentally like that's not interesting like i want to see someone like go down so they can get back up right that's just like ugh, it's all I, it's I really all macho hope, bullshit yeah, yeah like vin diesel like it would be so it would be exciting to see didn't mean get punched so hard by like 
a super soldier or some shit that he gets knocked out. Yeah. And then someone, you know, makes off with their car or the whatever with the, the MacGuffin. Right. And then he wakes up and is like, I got, I lost. I yeah. got fucked up. Can you like, believe I won that fight and we still just lost had, my car? <laughs> we just had the Avengers and it's like, it's crazy when you see like the heroes lose and right. stuff like that sometimes. Like the assumption being that it's going to be more satisfying when they come back. Yeah. I mean, the end of Infinity War, all the characters are like, holy shit, we lost. Like yes. almost three of them all say like, we just lost that. Like we lost everything. And it's like, it's very satisfying then at the end of Endgame when like they win. The idea of a series where no character can have a loss is frustrating. It's great when they're beating and you're rooting for them and they're beating the bad right. guys. But like there should be, there should be like a hill before yeah. or a valley before the hill rather. Yeah. I, I don't know. I hope they figure that out on set. Yeah. <laughs> That's silly. Yeah. To do that. Um, but yeah, you didn't mention, or I, Samoa is probably some of my favorite set pieces. Like the, the, we mentioned a couple times, like the cars all linking up to the helicopter, all the traps they set and stuff like that. I like the ground battle with the traditional weapons. I yeah. thought that was very clever. Um, what, what were some of the other scenes you guys liked? I know the, the, cha- the car chase is really great too, earlier with the motor robot motorcycle. Mm-hmm. That's a really good one. I kind of like the, uh, abandoned warehouse area where they were driving around in the dune buggy and I guess it was their, uh, when they were escaping from, uh, the, the bad guys, uh, headquarters. Yes. I don't know what it was, but, uh, I don't know what it was I liked about it, but just them driving around and there were a bunch of different people doing those different things. They had the motorcycle that was whipping around doing all the cool I stuff. Love bike. It's so, yeah, the way it moved was so neat and the way he moved on it, like he knew what it was doing. It knew what he was <laughs> mm-hmm. doing, drove up to him on a, with on its own and then yeah. he just like put the helmet on it was a cool idea that motorcycle yeah but just seeing them like just driving around driving up walls driving up uh like cranes and all that i thought that one was pretty fun yeah. were they trying to establish that the shadowy kind of like computer uh you know people that were talking to idris elba were cypher i ass- <clears throat> that's what i thought because there's a scene particularly at the end where they like the the voice is funny because it's like warbling in and out. Like, from from I, I, I did not like it, especially it, when it was like Idris Elba was getting his powers uh-huh. or whatever revamped and he was getting all the metal put back in his spine. And they're just like talking to him like this is the future of humanity. He's like, well, yeah, fuck. I know. Like, yeah, obviously I, I gave up my whole humanity in order to they do it. Yeah. Even more resourceful than we anticipated. It's yeah. Like, huh? I, I did figure it was Cypher, uh, Charlize Theron's character from the eighth movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I sort of figured that's what it was, but there's a part where the, that's the funny thing. It's like a, a success, a successful thing like that should just be like a filter where it's like, you will never understand where I'm going. But instead it was like, sometimes we will understand. And it kind of like yeah. going in and out to the point where at the end I turned, I turned to Jamie and I was like, did it just sounded like it might've just been a like woman's voice. Like maybe that was just Cypher. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh no. And the thing yeah. just like went off for a second. Um, Mr. Ron, you're on. <laughs> I don't know a whole lot about the the series, and I don't know exactly like. And maybe I I heard something wrong, but for a second I thought it might be Han, like because what? he threatened um, Jason Statham's character specifically, like, "Oh, you're gonna get what's coming to you." But Han's dead because he got shot in the head, right? Same thing that happened to Idris Elba. Bubba, bubba, what? Oops, excuse me. Uh, <laughs> I just farted because I you blew my mind. Yeah. <laughs> I blew everything of yours. Uh, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, you're I, implying that that character could have come back from the dead and is now like. Well, that's what Idris Elba did. He got shot in the head. That's true. He got it's shot true. in the head by Jason Statham. It's the same setup. Shot in the head by Jason Statham. Back for revenge. People are really bad at shooting people in the head in this yeah, universe. Yeah, apparently. That's interesting. I had not thought about that. Right? Because like, if they're because he's in that group of people who is specifically all about tied back you know, to that, that would do a lot right. to redeem Statham too, because no matter what happens, you're like, Oh yeah, he killed, Han he killed Han and yeah. uh, was tormenting everyone through right. the course of a movie. He is that. a true villain in seven. Like as much as like they sort of rehab him in eight, like mm-hmm. he is the villain of seven. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, do you recommend people go see the movie in theaters? If you like that kind of shit. Yeah. <laughs> I think if you're a fan of the Fast and the Furious franchise, I think this is a pretty enjoyable one. Yeah. Like I said, I think there's there's places to trim the fat. There are a few scenes that went a little long for me. Um, I, I feel like especially the re-establishing of them being not liking each other. Yeah. I, I think there was just a more succinct way to do that. Yeah. 
It was kind of like they always do like a previously in the Fast and the Furious franchise yeah. like sizzle reel at the credits. Like they they could have just done a whole like yeah you know two minute to a like super a cut song. Of them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So there was that a little bit, but I don't fault it too much for that. It was ultimately it was very fun. Um, it'll probably be like maybe a little bit less of a like a rewatch for me. Uh, other than like when I'm watching the Fast and the Furious, maybe sure. not. I don't know. Maybe it'll kind of fit right back in. But yeah, I wonder also, like you kind of mentioned, if will that kind of bleed into the next film? Will that affect yeah. things or not? Yeah. Um. But I, I would recommend. I would recommend seeing this if you if you're a big fan, go out and see it in theaters or just catch it. When yeah. It's Max. Yeah. Same. Go. Yeah. Go see it. Same. If you want to. Um. Or not. I will say I thought there's a very nice scene towards the end where because The Rock has never gone back home. His mother's never met her granddaughter, so there's a nice uh, scene yes. where he introduces his his daughter to his grandmother, her grandmother, and I thought that was a very touching scene at the end. That was very sweet. But, yep, that was the end of the movie, and that's the end of the episode. Hey, how about that? How about that? Get out of here. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> See you later. Bye. Her?